Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This is the Frey Podcast, brought to you by thefrey.com, a place for women who want more from life. This is what I want, this is what I need, if you don't have to go, I can set you free, are you gonna make a move, are you gonna come and see, whatever you wanna do, you know what's cool with me. Today's podcast is a conversation with Brendan Riley, also known as our boyfriend. Welcome back. Thank you for having me again. third episode. Number three. Number three. Um, I don't even know where to begin. I guess we begin with where we left off in the last episode, which was... Fight week. Fight week. So your fight was last weekend. Yep. Saturday night. And I'm sure people who follow along on social media would have seen fight night didn't go exactly the way you hoped. No, I ended up losing. Yeah. It was a big night. It was a a big emotional rollercoaster, I think, for both of us. Yeah. We've kind of been reflecting a bit, just obviously, together this week. And one thing that's been different for you this camp is like having family life. Yeah. Whereas for your last fight, which you won, your camp in the lead up to that was all just bachelor life and training. Dreams. Training was everything. Yeah, it was just training and it was, um, I suppose I was just being really selfish for once. Yeah. So it was everything was just focused on my fighting. Yeah, whereas this camp, <coughs> you obviously have been living family life considering the kids me and everything that goes along with that and it's also not been the easiest camp for you in terms of illness and injury yeah it's been a a huge roller coaster this camp i definitely i feel like i didn't go into that fight myself well like i did the first fight only because i had so many other moving parts going on at that time and Mm. yeah it was so for people who don't know, camp means the preparation, like the lead up to the actual fight. You call it camp and that means you're focusing on your training and your eating and yeah. everything that goes along with it. Yeah. So it's basically the weeks coming into your fight of preparation, training, nutrition. Um, it's just getting yourself mentally and physically prepared for a fight. And like the mental preparation aspect I can imagine this time around and this is not to be like oh this is an excuse why you didn't win but more just like as an observer and I wasn't there for your first camp but as an observer for this camp mentally I can imagine it would have been very different because it wasn't like in the lead up to the fight on the day of the fight you could just focus on yourself and listen to music and get in the zone Mm. we were literally driving you know an hour and 45 minutes up to Brisbane we were listening to children's audio books you had the kids to consider there were a couple of things that kind of went awry on that day such as like my dad showing up super late into the the wrong venue Um, like there was just like a lot of things that I could see went towards maybe pulling you out of 
game day? A little bit, but I don't. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't blame all that for it. But I, my my mind definitely was elsewhere. But I did lose at the end of the day. Like, yeah, yeah. And that's that okay. comes back on me. Yeah, but also, <clears throat> like as you've said to me all along, a win for you is just getting to the fight. Well, I felt like I won on Friday when I called you saying that I'd made weight. Mm. When you called and said you'd made weight, I burst into tears. I was just so relieved. Such a stressful week. And again, people who might not have any understanding of the sport or what what goes into it, you had to make weight, which means you had to lose like 10 kilos. Yeah, Yeah, I think it was nine. Okay. Nine kilos in... In a week. Yeah. Rough. Yep. Yeah. Emotional roller coaster. So how did you feel on the actual fight night? rattled before the fight or after both before yeah (laughs) you felt rattled yeah i didn't feel like myself i think i even spoke to my auntie after the fight and she said she could even tell on my face when i walked out that i didn't see myself like i wasn't as focused as what i was last time and i think i think deep down too when i watched him come into the cage too i'm like like, what am I doing here? And what am I doing? Like, I just, my heart wasn't in it like like the first fight. Like, I think everything that I did for the first fight, like, I did everything. Like, that was like a big fairy tale ending for me. Like, I did everything that I needed to do there and then. It was a bucket list thing for you, and you yeah. won that fight so quickly and easily. Yeah. yeah. I think just knowing you now and understanding what a nurturer and a carer you are, there's no way that, that I mean, I, I shouldn't say there's no way, but I imagine you would find it so hard to switch off from worrying about my experience and worrying about the boys and just being able to focus on the task at hand. Yeah. Because you are, you're always like, is everyone okay? Like, what can I do to make sure everyone's okay? I'm a fixer. Yeah. Yeah. And it's hard to disentangle and be like, I've just got to let that go. I mean, yeah, like it, it was hard, but then, like at any opportunity, I could have said I didn't want to fight. Mm. But I'm glad I did it. Yeah. I think as the week has progressed, you and I have talked a lot more about it and my feelings and stuff for the sport and things like that. And I can definitely appreciate, like, a win for my first fight and then... I've also experienced a loss and I think like losing's good I think we grow as people to lose and I've definitely taken a lot away from it and I know <clears throat> what I want to do now and things like that but like I obviously I didn't want to no one wants to lose but I can definitely appreciate yeah losing and then what he felt as well like like yeah. you could tell you're definitely not a sore loser in no. any way, shape, or form. Because I, I experienced that same thing. It was like my fight was a lot less than that fight. Yeah. But that feeling of winning your first fight, like it's, yeah. Yeah, you're not a sore loser. You're good. Yeah. I'm more of a sore loser than you because he hit you in the back of the head and that's not allowed. And I'm like, you should contest that. That's yeah. not fair. It makes me angry. It makes me angry because it's such, like, in my mind, and 
like I could be wrong here you might think I'm wrong but in my mind it's such a dangerous sport that those rules need to be in place and they need to be enforced so the fact that he was able to punch you in the back of the head so many times and still be called the winner of the fight is ridiculous and cause damage to you and like obviously you understand stepping into a cage there's every chance you're going to end up injured it's such a say barbaric like such a volatile sport such a weird thing and so you understand the risk but in my mind when i turned up there saturday night i knew that there was a risk of injury but i thought it was a controlled space in terms of you guys are going to focus on your technical like it's going to be like a technical fight there are people there to make sure no one gets killed and it felt out of control to me. Like yeah. it didn't feel like people were really monitoring what was going on. No. Well, I think the one that he did sort of stun me with was if you pause it and hit me in the back of the head, like behind the ear. But I could understand that it was hard for the ref to see that. But then for me to go down and him to hit me repeatedly in the back of the head, like that's pretty obvious, but... It is what it is, but, like, I know for a fact that, like, I've got a hard head. The only time I've ever been knocked unconscious is, like, when I used to race motocross. Mm. And then that that was, like, a high-speed crash. So I understand why that knocked me out. But for someone to blow, like, multiple strikes to the back of the head, like, he must have been hitting me hard in the back of the head for me to be knocked out. Yeah, it's be knocked out and to also have the lump instantly the, the way that you did. Fist, yeah. yeah, behind your ear there. So. Well, um, I, I spar with heavyweight fighters and they're 112 kilos and they can punch me square in the face and I'm fine. But the back of the ear yeah, there went soft. Yeah, you don't hit someone in the back of the head. Um, for me, it was the first fight I've ever attended. And last. And last, <laughs> and last probably. Yeah. And we've spoken about this, that like I would have to really, if you were going to go down the path of fighting again, I would have to really disentangle from it because I found that so traumatic. And the most, like I've heard crying now talking about, like the hardest thing for me was, and I know it's like not me, 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 my, 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 but like for me as your partner, sitting there and watching it all unfold so fast and watching you get hurt and not being able to get to you was really distressing. Like but then I was, to see everyone applauding it. That was the worst. Yeah, that's the second part of it. The first part is I couldn't get to you. You know, like if we were out and about and the car hit you, I could get to you. Yeah. But the fact that you're in this cage and people are surrounding you and I couldn't jump the gate and run to you and like just check on you because from where I was sat, when you got knocked out, and I didn't even know that you were actually completely knocked out because it was all happening so fast. I assumed you were because the way that your coaches ran in and also that old mate, your opponent, was putting his shirt on. So that told me the fight's over. Mm. But I couldn't get to you and check on you and just get eyes on you. And all I wanted to do was just make sure you were intact. Yeah. So that was shit. But then people cheering yeah. was the worst like imagine like imagine watching someone you love get hurt and like hundreds of people are cheering mm. and of course they're not cheering personally because they're like yay he took down brendan like it's a fight they just, just cheer applauding for the win but like it was just so like discombobulating like it was just like all my senses couldn't cope 
and I know it's not about me. No, no. But but I guess my experience is about me. But you matter. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Don't. Yeah. Don't. No, I know. I just. I guess because I'm like, it was traumatic for me. Meanwhile, you're the one actually getting trauma, like getting physical trauma to the head. But I just wanted to get to you. I wanted to know you were okay. It all happened so fast. And then you were messaging me and like, you just messaged me sorry straight away. And I was like, oh my God, no. Like, I don't want you to feel sorry that you've put me through things or that you've lost. Well, after the week we had. Mm. And how you felt about that. Like you you knew that I would have been like, oh, oh yeah. climbing the wall. Even going into the fight, like I was panicking. Yeah. And you like made eye contact with me right before the fight as well. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, stay calm, stay calm. And even like running downstairs to give you a hug before I walked out. Yeah. You were all frazzled then too. Yeah. I'm like. It was very yeah. rushed. Um, and then straight after the fight, I was saying to Rachel, my girlfriend, what do I do? Like, do I try and get backstage? Like, what, like I, I need to make sure he's okay. But it's also the nature of the sport. I don't know. I was just frazzled. But even aside from your fight, and truthfully, even if you won, like if you won that fight, I would still feel the exact same way of like, I don't think I can sit through another fight again in real life. Like it was just too much. Watching people that I don't know fight, I found distressing, like the sounds of people getting hit and like just anyway, I could go on for ages about it, but I won't, but I couldn't get to you. And then you messaged me obviously as quickly as you could. And then when I saw you, I was like, I just knew your heart was like hurt. Like I could see. Yeah. As much. Yeah. It wasn't my head. It was just disappointment. Yeah. And I could feel that. And then that made me more upset because I'm like, I know how much energy and effort and time and stuff you've put into it and then anyway long story short we ended up in emergency because yep. we went back to the hotel you had a proper look at your nose and your nose was like fractured wonky and you had such a perfect nose you see. still perfect it's just a little to the right <laughs> um but yeah so you felt confident that your nose was broken yeah I was worried about your head because that egg had sort of come up. So we went to emergency. You ended up having a CT scan. They were great at the MARTA in Brisbane. Yep. CT scan. Um, (laughs) X-ray on my knee. All of the things. And it came back. Your CT scan was clear. You're just obviously suffering from a concussion. Fractured nose. Fractured nose. And then... I think it's a, well, I had had it coming into the fight, but a hematoma on the side of my knee. Mm. And a broken ego. <laughs> broken ego, yeah. Um, very humbling experience, hey? Yeah. Yeah. It's a win or lose thing. Like, it's 50-50. There's no draws. There's no... I knew, yeah. And it's not a team. Like, even though no. there's a team behind you, it's, it's on... It's on me. Yeah. Like, and I definitely went in with the wrong... But like just seeing you come back to the hotel room and seeing the boys, I was like, oh, like I just felt like you. I felt like I let them down as well. Yeah, which you didn't because they don't care whether you win or lose. No, but like even rocking up with a. Banged up face. Yeah. Like obviously they couldn't see the egg on my head, but. And you were like. I'm fine. Yeah. You said to me before we walked into the hotel, I'm not going to tell the boys I'm hurt. I'm going to tell them I'm fine and we'll get them to bed and stuff. And then you're like, blah. (laughs) I got into the room and I'm like, we need to get into hospital. (laughs) I don't hide those sorts of things from the kids because they're not silly as well. You know, they're intuitive. They're nine years old. They needed to know that we were going to go to the hospital and dad stayed with them till like one. 
hey. <laughs> yeah, I just, yeah. I don't want to worry. They're little, little minds. eight-year-old minds. Yeah. So that was fight night. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, it is what it is. Like, you win some, you lose some. Like, you've. Yeah. I think that you've handled it really, really well. And there are definitely things that you do to process your loss which i have found really inspiring and i think that if we get time at some point you might sit down and record an episode where you share the things that you actually do to process a loss because yes it's a loss in a fight but just like even when life's kicking your ass like i think some of the things that you do would be helpful for other people yeah i think so okay we've got a couple of questions listener submitted questions so maybe we burn through those yep yeah um, there's a lot, a lot asking about fighting and your next fight and that sort of stuff. But maybe we talk about that in another one. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. What dating app did you see Riley on? I need some hope. <laughs> what app was it? I don't know. You tell me. You saw me. I saw you on Tinder just after I inboxed you on Instagram. Did you have other dating apps? Bumble. Did you? Yeah. Oh, you don't strike me as like a Bumble guy. Me either. Hmm. Useless. I didn't see you on Bumble. I had, because I had all of the apps. I never saw you on Bumble. Maybe your radius was too. Well, you saw me on Tinder, but you decided that you didn't like me on Tinder. Didn't like you on Tinder. Just liked you on Instagram. Mean. (laughs) (laughs) But I was honest. Like, oh, yeah, I thought you were short. <laughs> no, as in when you... Oh, s- what, he doesn't drink? Nah, loser. No, as in when you said to me... Short doesn't drink? Nah, never going to happen. When you... Shut up. <laughs> when you said to me, have we met? I said, no, but I saw you on Tinder. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, Tinder. I don't think it matters the app. Some people get really caught up in the semantics of, like, maybe Tinder's just a hookup app and... Other ones are for other things, but I think you can meet someone... Regardless. Regardless, yeah. There's definitely someone out there for someone. (laughs) Put that on a shirt. There's someone out there for someone. (laughs) A Hallmark card. (laughs) Has Albie, collectively, met the twins' dad yet? Yes. You met him so early on. Yeah. Straight away. You were like, I'll just come. I'll just come. I'll come to pick up. Yeah. You're good like that. Go to shake his hand. Um, when Brendan asked if he'd met you, what did you respond? I would feel that I'd respond so awkwardly. Well, I just answered that. I said, you know, we've not met, but I saw you on Tinder. Yeah. Yeah. You were a grown up. I was a grown up. You shut down. <laughs> you shut it down quick. Like loser. I thought that. Ha- I regret the follow. <laughs> <laughs> the have we met did make me smile because it's so cliche like oh have we met before no but you thought that maybe we well, had met someone as gorgeous as you <laughs> Coffee. and then with a following like yours i thought it was a catfish catfish for sure like, what are you doing following me <laughs> that's like what that's beauty what... beauty and the tattooed beast Stop. <laughs> no, it's 
Hurrah. <laughs> so, yeah. you said that the other day we were walking and you said, like, you wonder what people think, like, as in that I'm so clean cut and you're not. But I don't see it that way at all because you are so put together. Like, you're such an attractive person and you always dress so nicely. And I don't know. I think that in your head it's different. Mm. I think, like, always being judged. You do get judged a lot. A lot, a lot. A lot. So I can only imagine what people would think when they saw me and then they saw you or saw you than me they're like oh tedious (laughs) (laughs) put it down (laughs) get your harpoons (laughs) shoot the monster (laughs) shut up um i feel so protective of the way people treat you sometimes i don't i like i get my back up and i like want to go and give people a spray i don't like it like the chemist. The chemist. So here's an example. Gather around, team. Um, <laughs> our, our local chemist, not often, but when I have sinusy stuff happening or a cold and I need to record an episode, I will go and purchase a packet of Sudafed, like maybe one every 12 months, and I just keep them in the first aid kit. But not so long ago when we were all sniffly, I went and bought a packet. And then you had one of mine and said, you know what, I'm going to go get a packet and keep them in my work van. So if I ever get stuck at work, I can take one. And yeah. I said, yeah, cool. Just go in and ask the like staff in the chemist and they'll give you a packet. Wouldn't give you, like told you that they can't sell them to you. No, it was a special order. Just like, like I'd literally the day before walked to the counter and said, could I grab a packet of Sudafed PE or whatever they're called? Yep, no worries. Here you go. I think I had to show my license, but didn't question my symptoms, didn't. Like nothing, didn't say anything about it being a special order. The next day you walk in, say the same thing. And they said like, no, 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 we don't do that. It's a special order. And then I'm like, how about cotton flus? She's like, I need your license. I'm going to go talk to the pharmacist to see if we're allowed to sell it to you or not. And I could see because I was stood outside with the dog. It's like they were really putting you on display. Hey, like they were all huddling together and like making a group decision. Yeah, there was obviously other people in the chemist too like some elderly people just basically making me look like a wanker yeah and i hate it i get so protective because i want to like yell at them be like this is the nicest man (laughs) like and then even being treated like that i gave her a big smile and thank you at the end like it's just yeah but you still did walk out and you were like i hate that like i hate that people treat me that way yeah of course Mm. And even when I was booking dinner for your birthday, you said to me, oh, there are places I can't go because of my tattoos. And I didn't realize that. I didn't know that restaurants could say, no, you can't come in if you have visible tattoos. Yeah. Wild to me. Welcome. Welcome. The freak show. Um, <laughs> let me see. Sorry. There's so many just asking about fighting. Um, someone said, can you please take up knitting now? Well, my auntie wants me to start stamp collecting. Yeah, I'm so there with her. I think that's a great hobby. Okay, this is for you. Are guys who don't have hobbies or keen interests red flags? And then it goes on to say, it's a tough one for me as he is so kind. But I don't know where the second part of that question is. So is it a red flag if someone doesn't have interests and hobbies in your opinion i think i think to have hobbies and interests are huge and like i think that's huge for an individual to have 
said as much as you can put into a relationship or put into kids and stuff like that you still need your own thing for you to focus on as well and for that that's sport for me or drawing or painting so like I think I wouldn't say it's a red flag but it just means I have a, a bad feeling that he might really rely on you for everything yeah for everything like yeah like you won't get your own sort of space and time as well like i guess it depends too like you he might not have a specific hobby like say you've gone for a first or a second date and you're saying like what's your hobby and he's like i don't have a hobby or i don't have a sport or a passion but maybe he has a really full life with friends and social events and stuff and then that takes a not takes the pressure off sounds bad but you know what i mean i think that he's still got something it's just in a different form what i've learned over the years of just like having he's what do tell do tell he's like what have you learned he's like learning it leaning in being (laughs) silly um because i find relationships so fascinating and what makes certain relationships work and all of that stuff is to desire your partner they have to be separate from you to a certain extent and have their own stuff going on because if there's no mystery if there's nothing you admire or find inspirational about them you then run the risk of feeling like you're either roommates or you get into that like parental almost dynamic so i think interests are really important but i wouldn't say oh i've got like this is my hobby and like i love this hobby and this makes me me yeah yeah but i feel like i have a full life in terms of i love my job i like exercising i like my friends all of that stuff so i don't know whether it has to be a hobby right but that's one thing that i really enjoy about us is that we both have different lives different interests different hobbies but obviously we we have a lot of the same interests but then also we complement each other really well too so we can do certain things together, but I find that we've got our own things as well. Mm-hmm. Can separate them, come like back I together. Had, I had fighting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is like a three-part question Ooh. for me, I think. Yeah, Pretty. it's for me. Would you have had so much self-growth in your life if you didn't separate from your ex-husband? All the yucky things and current positive aside... Are you happy you separated so you could have a period of single independence that you didn't have as you met your ex at a very young age? So would I have had as much self-growth in my life if I didn't separate from my ex-husband? No. I wouldn't have either. Yeah, it had to happen. Yeah. I'm so glad it happened. but... It sucks so much and you wouldn't wish that pain on anyone but on the other side of that pain if you can grow and reflect and learn I'm so grateful I feel like everything that happened has led me to where I am now and yeah I wouldn't want to go back and relive those dark nights of the soul but I've never been this happy and this content in a partnership or just even separate from our partnership like within myself within yourself yeah Yeah. Um, you're very confident human now i find i didn't know you then but i find you really I feel like you're I comfortable know, in your skin i know myself pretty yeah. well now you know what you want you know where you want to be mm. but there's yeah. nothing that's going to get in the way of that i do think having been in a relationship from a young age there were things i didn't realize you know and someone else has commented here saying that years ago i seemed so much older i'll find it at some point 
and now I seem less, seem more fun or something like that. And I was reflecting on it and I didn't realize how uptight I was and how much I was walking on eggshells a lot until that pressure's removed. And then once the pressure's removed, you're like, oh, I get to reset and decide who I want to be separate from that container. Yeah. Yeah. Um, How long after you met did you guys say I love you? You told me the other day you felt like you were in love with me after our second date. Yeah. You're just like, you don't keep any cards close to your chest, do you? No. No. Whatever. We said we said I love you pretty quickly, I reckon, within a couple of months. Within yeah. a month and a half or something. Yep. Yeah. I remember the night. So do I. You said it in a roundabout way. You said you have a boyfriend that loves you very much. Yeah. Yeah. Because I've been itching to tell you all night. Yeah. But then I felt, yeah. I just wanted to say it, but then I didn't want you to run the other way. You knew I wasn't going to run the other way. Well, I don't know. How'd you tie it down? <laughs> <laughs> You're not going anywhere. <laughs> Out of curiosity, is your son who is obsessed with Brendan, the motorbike riding son? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's proper obsessed with you, isn't he? Yeah. Why did you have a no day date rule? That's obviously for me. Because I felt like going on a date in the day to me, I felt like it could run the risk of being automatic friend zone, that kind of energy. And also, or, or a job interview style to it. I don't know. I like the idea of like, I, uh, in the past. I'm wondering why you're in a suit. <laughs> my briefcase. Hello. <laughs> this is why I just do day coffees. <laughs> Shuffling your resume. I think I can help with the whole Pam Pam thing. What? Stepbrothers. Uh, um, yeah. I feel like they could feel a bit too like interviews. And I also just felt like, for like a chance of romance, it needed to be more like a nighttime thing. No resume. <laughs> you disagree, though. You're all about the day date. I don't mind. I don't drink. Um, what is something that people don't know about Brendan? There's so many things that There's people don't lot. know about you. Yeah. <laughs> you want me to answer? Go on. I would say... <laughs> I mean, there's, lo- there's so many I could answer. I could talk about tattoos that people don't know about. Which ones? No. <laughs> Go on. No. <laughs> I'm already under the bus. Uh... Just reverse back over me. <laughs> no, I won't. I won't do that. I won't expose those tattoos. Um... The tattoo on my bum. That one. <laughs> and. <laughs> you and me side eye. <laughs> so evil. <laughs> Hello, friends. I, I like the tattoo on your bum, but I also like the other one that I'm referring to more. <laughs> what else? So might have to add like a close friends group on Instagram where I can show these things. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Something that I think people wouldn't know about you is one how wholesome you are in terms of you love like feel good movies like you love like just wholesome stuff like you like your peter alexander pajamas and when you get dressed for morning you fold them up and put them under your pillow (laughs) which i think is just like the best and i don't think people would expect that someone perhaps who presents to look like you like you look like a kind of tough guy thanks 
you're so sensitive <laughs> like you well up all the time like we'll just be talking about something for our future and you have tears oh, <laughs> you do <laughs> do you want me to edit that out no <laughs> do what you want i'll cry later <laughs> <laughs> you are like a sensitive feeler. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> All right. Do you want to say something about me that people don't know? No, I got nothing. Everyone knows everything about you. That's true. Um, just a lot of questions about fighting. Do you feel ripped off by the outcome of the not allowed shot? No. Oh yeah, a little bit, but it's an amateur fight. It is what it is, and. You're just not someone who hop like you are so restrained. Like even recently, you've had this kind of nightmare client yep. who's been so incredibly rude to you. Extremely Again, rude. Speaking about protective, she talks to you like you are a piece, a piece of, of dirt on her shoe. It's disgusting. Yeah. And you even though I've saved her a lot so of nice. money. Yeah. Like this but. is someone like I don't know if we're allowed to say this, but who was upset that you went to Dreamworld on a weekend? Yeah. Yeah just strange but you are so restrained you know even when i'm like right i think that we need you know maybe you should say this back or da, 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 da. you just let things go mm. and it's the same with your fight like this feeling ripped off like i know that it hurt you in terms of fairness like yeah. the, you know oh, yeah. in the moment but you've just let it go you don't hold on to anything because i find that if i take up any more time being angry or hurt about it, that's time I could be investing in something else. This is why I want you to do a solo episode sharing how you process like a loss. Yeah. I think it would be really good. <clears throat> um, what's your favorite cheat meal or indulgence meal? Mexican. That the boys now eat. Yeah, we had a taco Tuesday night and these are kids who would not in the past eat anything <laughs> <laughs> yeah but definitely not get excited about taco tuesday waffles and honey toast <laughs> yeah, yeah deep honey um but yeah we had like a little taco night and they loved it didn't they, they smashed it mexican music on and yep you've been such a positive influence in there on them in so many ways and especially with food they now are like oh we want brendan's chicken yeah whereas in the past i could really only get them to eat crumbed chicken now those they dinosaur bits yeah, yeah. yeah now they want like to eat like you yeah even the little one who's obsessed with you in the past could never get him to eat an egg you started like when you first started staying over and you'd wake up and have eggs for breakfast he's like i want eggs yeah yeah it's wild um doo -doo -doo -doo. can brendan give pointers for what men are attracted to on a woman's dating profile um I don't know, like, a lot of men are different. Yeah, I think um, it depends what they're looking for, right? Yeah, I look for... Well, you. You're, like, goal-driven. Obviously, like, you'd be lying if looks didn't matter, and I think you're... Well, on a dating profile, that's what you've got yeah, to go well, from. Yeah, but... No, I think you you just need to be yourself and yeah. Don't worry about what a man's no, looking for. Don't no. try and don't worry about what they're looking for. Worry, about, worry what about what you want and what you're looking for. Like that's what matters the most. Like I think, yeah, just be you. And if someone's worth your time, I think they'll want you for you, not what 
is written on your your profile. Yeah, don't try and manipulate your profile so that it presents in a way that's more palatable to men in general because you don't want to get into a relationship where you have to live your life being palatable to men as a species. You want to connect with someone who is interested in you. So I think what you said is awesome there, like focus on what you want and with your dating profile, make it a true reflection of who you are. Be honest. Yeah. Yeah, Be raw. Don't be like, oh, I love going to the beach if you can't stand sand. Yeah. All those things. Just be you. Yeah. All right. I'll pick out one last question and then we'll wrap it up. The majority of them are just about fighting and continuing on. Let's see what else we've got. Um, How long does it take to feel like you have a history with someone? I feel like we've been together 10 plus years. I feel so... I have felt so comfortable with you so fast. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's everything is easy with you like there's no and if if at any point we've had a bit of unknowing or uneasy feelings we're we're straight up and open about it we'll talk to each other about it and it's always nothing well it's not nothing but it's just like yeah i think we've had like little things pop up along the way of course but one thing I value so far with our communication is we're both really responsible for our own stuff. Yeah. Like I think there was something that was said when we had COVID and I was extra sensitive and I was like, oh, I didn't like that or whatever it was. But I came to you and said like, this is my stuff and I'm feeling triggered because of this. Like this is what's below the surface for me. And but then, then I also said like, I shouldn't have said that. It's yeah, not my place to say that. Yeah, but then you were also like, but this is what was below the surface for me. Like we're both so willing to own our own stuff well that's how you you blend and you work yeah it's like yeah you understand each other yeah i do feel as though i can say anything to you and i have said anything to you and feel like you're a very safe space and not reactive and again back to your restraint and dealing with difficult clients and processing losses and all of that you're not someone who inflames situations or takes things personally like i can see that you're very much like if that's your experience and that's what's going on for you you want to know about that and support it i don't know like i just haven't ever really been with someone who's so committed to understanding me yeah i just uh it's hard to word yeah it's not that i don't care but i like i understand that everyone's got their own thing Mm. and like there's no point me getting frustrated with something that either has nothing to do with me or is out of my control it is what it is and then like but if i can be here and help you then that's what i'll do yeah resilient king there are a few more questions but we need to wrap it up because we are heading to brisbane brisbane again yeah <laughs> we're taking I'll the stay boys conscious, sister. stay conscious please do yeah. stay out of the emergency department we're heading up to brisbane for a two-night stay at the Novotel. Thank you, Novotel. <laughs> Thanks for having us. Um, so a little vacay, and then the boys are back to school. Buffet breakfast. I can eat. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode, and also if you would be interested to hear from Brendan on like processing a loss and stuff like that, let us know. You can always slide into our DMs or feel free to share this episode on your social media accounts and tag us. 
You can find Brendan's tag in the show notes or just by going to my profile. Thank you for having me. Always. Have a good weekend. This is what I want. This is what I need. If you don't have to go, I can set you free. Are you going? Hello